0: Wow, where does time go? I tell people these day services are the fastest 45 minutes in America. Isaiah chapter 28, folks. You that are listening, I'm praying God will create a desire in your heart to be filled with the Holy Ghost. As I said earlier, I pray that we have not grieved the Holy Spirit. I can do nothing on my own, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Lift your hand and thank God before we read this. I feel like speaking in tongues. Kikamando Roboshi ande hey. Hassamando ribianda kadiande lebe He. Hallelujah! I said Hallelujah. Glory to God. Isaiah chapter twenty-eight, dear folks, verse nine: Whom shall he that is the Lord? Teach knowledge. Again, the scripture I quoted earlier my people perish for lack of knowledge. Some of you have been in our meetings, and you know sometimes God will show me things. Last night I said I was going after the hard cases to man, but not to God. Can you say, Praise the Lord? There was a girl here in a wheelchair. My wife will remember this. There was a woman just the same, crippled up. We were preaching in Niagara Falls, New York. No, excuse me, Ontario, Niagara Falls, Ontario. And I began to pray in tongues. The importance of being filled with the Spirit, you can take on the impossible by the power of God. That's why I prayed for that girl. I believe her name last night was Victoria. This woman, all crippled up, messed up. I began to pray in the Spirit. When I did, just like wood cracking, her joints began to pop. Remember that, dear? You could hear it. I put the mic in crack! You could hear it. She was crippled and had a wheelchair, also had metal crutches you've seen, fit behind your elbows and so forth. My brother, within moments, because of the power of the Holy Ghost, she stood straight, came back the next night with high heels on, said, I've been wanting to wear these a long time. You girls know what that means. Amen. And hopefully none of the men. But anyhow. (laughs) But when we prayed in the Holy Ghost, see, nothing shall be restrained was the principle of the origin of the original tongues. There's power in unity. Well, she not only was healed, she's still healed today. And I've seen her in my meetings when I go up into Hamilton in Toronto. Everybody say, God did it. There's power in the Holy Ghost. Isaiah chapter 28, and again, I'm reading from the ninth verse. The Bible says, whom shall he teach knowledge, and whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. Verse 10, for precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, Line upon line, here a little, there a little. Now look at verse 11. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to the people. Here's the sad part. Verse 12, to whom he said, this is the rest wherewith you may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. Here Isaiah prophesied the coming of the move of the Spirit of God where the people would speak with stammering lips and another tongue. It had two benefits, rest and refreshing. Say that with me, rest and refreshing. But the people said they would not. And so you can grieve the Holy Spirit. And it was hundreds of years later before the prophecy of Isaiah and even Joel were brought to pass. In fact, turn over to Joel chapter two. I'll read a portion of the 28th verse. Joel chapter two, Joel, he came into an agreement with what Isaiah prophesied because you see it was the same spirit teaching them, speaking through the prophets. Are you hearing me? There's not 10 spirits or 20 spirits, there's one Holy Spirit using many men, many women. Verse 28 of Joel chapter 2. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall, King James says, prophesy. Same Hebrew word, naba. Speak under the divine unction and inspiration of God. Ooh, Hallelujah. To think that we can yield our tongue. Now, the Bible says the most unruly member of the body or the flesh is the wife. No. The husband. No. Isn't that right, Sparky? No. The most unruly member of your flesh, my flesh, is, James said, the tongue. Isn't it interesting? that God chose the tongue to break down the last bastion of resistance to the Holy Spirit. God said, let me get a hold of their tongue. Nothing shall be restrained from them. They shall have a rest wherewith they shall be rested. They shall have a refreshing that shall come, times of refreshing from the presence of God, amen. Oh, you felt like you weren't going to make it. And the Bible says the comforter, the one that comes along and puts his arm around you is the meaning in John 16. The divine comforter. He comes and says, you're going to make it. Run on a little faster. Run on a little harder. Hallelujah for the Holy Ghost, pastor. I'm telling you, line upon line, precept upon precept, God was laying out a pattern for the church, for the believer. Amen. Joel said in the 28th verse, In the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall speak under the divine unction of the anointing. Now go back to Acts chapter 2. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were gathered, and cloven tongues of fire appeared unto them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. From Babel to now, languages, the tongues of men, were divided severally. Are you listening to me? And later, the earth was, according to what Moses wrote about in the days of Pele. Languages were divided and the land was divided. I have a verse in Acts. I'll read it to you tomorrow. But the Bible speaks of boundaries that God has established and languages. But out of one blood, all people are made one. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. People worry about borders. They worry about illegals. I'm worried that I don't have the Holy Ghost. Amen. I haven't moved up politically enough to be concerned. But I am concerned that I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Can you say praise God? Be ye filled with the Spirit is the admonition of the Apostle Paul. It wasn't a suggestion. It wasn't an area of uh, uh, multiple choice. A, B, C, or none of the above. No. Be filled with the Spirit. Be being filled. Stay full of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. day of Pentecost comes. They're all speaking in tongues. Understood by other men. So they were speaking in the tongues of men. But to them, it was an unknown tongue. They didn't know those languages. But God was putting together what Babel separated. But he did it this time. Instead of by flesh, he did it by the Holy Spirit. If God's in it, it'll always work. If man's in it, it never works. Peter starts preaching, a fisherman. Now, he didn't even have the courage to stand up for Christ by the fire. A little woman made him nervous. Peter had an experience. Can you say amen? Praise God the difference of Peter by the fire, cussing, his tongue yielding to the unclean because a little woman said, you're one of them. But then after Pentecost, instead of by the fire, now he's on fire and he's preaching. You want to get your tongue sanctified, get filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. When you're filled with the spirit, there's some things you can't say. When you're filled with the Spirit, there's some things you will not mention with your tongue. Nothing profane shall go out of your mouth. Are you listening to me? Because now your heart is filled with the Spirit, and out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Hallelujah. It is a divine law and a divine principle. And Peter saw everybody looking, and he said, I just want you to know, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, that in the last days, God would pour out his Spirit upon all flesh. What Job prophesied, what Isaiah prophesied, Peter said in Acts, this is that. Can you say amen? Amen. And I close with this verse. The Apostle Paul, in teaching on the gifts, in teaching on the move of the Spirit, and even tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy, which he declared was equal to tongues and the interpretation of tongues, taught the church in Corinth. That you all speak the same thing, and that thereby no division among you, but that you might be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Now at Babel, they had the same speech and the same imagination or mind. But God is not opposed to your imagination. When my kids were little, we'd take them somewhere, and that little cricket would sing, Imagination. Where was that, dear? That's right, it was at the Assembly of God Church in Norfolk. But anyhow, it was Disney World. But anyhow, (laughs) by the Holy Spirit, God took. The tongues that he created because they were being used, the tongue and speech they had was being used wrongly to come up against heaven. One translation I read means to fight God in heaven. The ultimate nature of man without Christ is it degrades. This comedian last week was talking about Mary should have had an abortion and that That would save us all the trouble we see. I found that they were going to put it on a particular network. I said to my wife, do we have that? Yeah, I said, cancel it. I'm not giving them a nickel to let a devil tell me Jesus should have been aborted. Are you hearing me? That's what happens without the spirit. You become a man or a woman that degrades to the level of an unclean devil. But as for me in my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And tomorrow I'm going to deal a little bit more of these four different kinds of tongues in the Bible. But how many are glad that God took what Babel had created and gave us Pentecost and made a way where there is no way? I feel like preaching now. Hallelujah. But my time is up. Everybody stand on your feet and lift your hands to heaven. Praise God. I preach myself happy. Amen. Oh, yes. Well, give me oil in my vessel. Oil in my lamp. I've been washed in the blood. Well, seal with the Holy Ghost stamp. Jesus may come before another day. Oil is all I pray. Well, give me oil in my vessel. Oil in my lamp. I've been washed in the blood sealed with a Holy Ghost stamp, Jesus may come before another day, oil is all I pray. Come on, say, well, give me oil in my vessel, oil in my lamp, I've been washed in the blood, well, sealed with a stamp, well, Jesus may come before another day. Oil is all I pray. One more time. Give me oil in my vessel, oil in my lamp. I've been washed in the blood, sealed with a Holy Ghost stamp. Woo! Well, give me oil is all I pray. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ, our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world and no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this faith alive network whatever nation you're in you are a part of god's end time plan jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in and by your support as a partner you can help us do this If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.